this week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. He pretty much over there running that whole team. They got big baller brand uh, decals all over the court, all in the rafters, all all on the little scoreboard. Like he might as well just buy the team. I don't know how, how much a Lithuania team costs. Twenty three thousand. He might as well just buy it. What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new, exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast, the realest sport podcast in all the land. True. I'm talking in all the land. And I'm saying true. <laughs> We are back to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion, man. No BS, no sugarcoating, and no biases. Only the strong arm truth. That's all we know how to bring. This happens to be the first time you guys have watched our show on YouTube or listened to it on any of our various podcast spots. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade the Prospect. And I'm your boy, LePravis57, and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. Spade, let me talk to the people real quick. Uh-oh. Here we go. I want to talk to you too, homie. Spade, you know we oh, hit the boy. 30s? You, you know we hit the 30s this week? Oh, yeah. I peep. Spade, Spade, we was in the 30s this week. Yo, first of all, as usual, can't thank you guys enough for your continued support. I, I know I asked you guys for a lot, but I'm asking for a little bit more now. Keep Spade asking, always bro, say, they, you asking and they delivering. They, you asking. right. You right. I, I better keep asking. You right. Especially while they delivering. But Spade usually tell you guys, you know. If you're in the sports and you know family members in the sports, share the podcast. You know, let them know, hey, check this out. And y'all been doing that clearly because the podcast numbers are taking off. So you guys clearly have been doing that. But I got to ask for one more favor, y'all. On iTunes, if you are iTunes listener or SoundCloud listener, you can leave a review and rate the podcast. If you guys can do that for your boy, it will be greatly appreciated. It helps the show out and can only improve the show and help us grow even more. We know all our day ones, and we thank you guys for your continued support. We in the 30s. Can we hit the 20s this week? Can we I hit mean, the we 20s can. this week? Can we hit the 20s this week? Thank you guys for your continued support. And, and bigger and better things for SAS, man. Want to thank you guys, man. I couldn't. I, I, I hit refresh, and I couldn't believe it. I seen 30s. Thank you, guys. I could, y'all. I could believe it. See, LaParis, he don't believe. I believe. I believe. Like... My stepfather, LeVar Ball, I speak it into existence. Big ball of Brian. <laughs> Spade, it's, yes. been a, it's been a hell of a week, man. We got so much to talk about from you guys. It's stuff that's not even on the list that we might just strong arm in there. Just might. Because there's so much to talk about. Spade. Yes, sir. I want to start on something that's probably not going to take a lot of time. And that's Vince McMahon bringing back the XFL. Ladies and gentlemen, the XFL is back. Vince McMahon came out and said, what did he say, Spade? This is like a family-friendly league. Is that what he said? It's going to be a family-friendly league. No gimmicks this time, he said. Sounds I mean, I, 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 I read about this league. It's going to perform as a single entity. That means that the league will own all the teams. Like, it, wouldn't be, it won't be individual owners like the NFL. It's going to be some rules implemented. Players are going to have to stand for the anthem. Spade, one? Yes. Tell me, tell me how you feel about the XFL being back. And two, like, mm. do you think it will last longer than it did the first time? Well, I mean, honestly, I think it will. First of all, mm-hmm. I already told you, I'm, I'm moderately, 
excited about it. I mean, I like football. I like football so much that I can deal with this. I still think this is probably going to fall somewhere in between the CFL and the NFL. I think okay. you could probably get some big-name talents there. And I still think the biggest reason why it failed the first time, I think it, I think it was more like financial backing. I, I don't know if it was talent. I, I know they didn't have the best talent, but I don't think that's why it failed. So if they can get some talent over there, I see they talking about starting with eight teams, 40-man mm -hmm. rosters, and a 10-game season. It sounds good, man. I'm definitely going to check it out, and I know I'm not going to be alone. So, so you see it lasting longer than it did the first time? I mean, it can't last no shorter than it did the first time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like true, it. too. I mean, and damn, I mean, they want I mean, it done. I mean, anytime you anytime you bring it, regardless how people want to feel about it, and, oh, you got to stand for, Forget all that. Regardless how people feel about it, it's going to uh, generate more jobs. Whether that means yep. jobs for football players, jobs for people working concession stands, parking lot attendants, uh, people that got to deal with stadium tickets, well, however you... However they're going to generate, you know, however, whatever way it generates jobs, more jobs is good for everybody. You know, wow. some, I mean, some somebody may want to go get a part-time job working at a stadium and catching a little bit of football, you know, between breaks. So whenever you generate more jobs, I'm good with that. The XFL, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's not as gimmicky, gimmicky well, as it, the first time. said it won't be. I'm hoping you say you remember if you remember back when the XFL had came about the first time they had like this funny they didn't do kickoffs they had this funny way that like they would put the ball in the middle of the field and both teams and had, had to, to go run, run. Yeah, yeah like it was just weird I hope it's not as gimmicky as it was now some of the stuff that Vince McMahon did implement we found out in the 30 for 30 that they did on the XFL the NFL ended up stealing like that camera that that's on that zip line showing all these different yep. angles a yeah, lot of that wire cam. Yep. Yeah, a lot of that started in the XFL, which Vince McMahon, you know, he know about camera angles, especially dealing with WWE. You, he bring in different type of looks from different type of areas with, with different type of camera angles, and he understood that. He implemented that into into his uh, league, his football league. I think it's a good thing, Spade. It's guys like Johnny Manziel that's probably looking for a job, looking for a job. I know he was talking to the CFL up there. Uh, a lot of people are speculating that, Tim Tebow may join this league. I mean, anything I that's going to get more people, more jobs, I'm good with. I, I hope it's around. I'm, I hope, I'm hoping it's around longer than it was the first time. I'm hoping. We should probably fire up a poll. In the meantime, man, if you're listening to the podcast, if you, Word. you're going to check out an XFL game, let us know in the comment section or, or, or wherever, wherever you're listening. Let, let us know if you're going to check it out because I think I would. Word. I know I would. <laughs> Bro, let's move forward. Let's talk some NBA and listen, man, this one right here, I don't really know how to deliver this. LaParis is kind of sad. Your favorite is coach. It? Yes, your favorite coach was fired. Terminated. My favorite coach? You just saying yes, the people's favorite coach. Nah, that's your favorite coach, man. Nah, Jason my favorite Kidd. coach. This man left right out of his NBA career and became a head coach. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I didn't know if I felt like he deserved it, but I know he jumped right into it. And, yep. um... I don't know. He he made headlines for one reason or another. I the first thing that popped in my mind is the thing where he told the he told the teammate to knock the water on him or something. How does he yep. go to pass something about some water? He spilled yeah, water yeah, on somebody. Yeah, when his players come, not not they didn't have a timeout or something. So to, to, he spilled <laughs> to the water. get his team over there to prolong the game a little bit. He told one of his players to come knock a cup of water out of his hand so they had to mop it up so he can say something to a player. Jason Kidd, real clever, real clever guy. 
Right, and I got some other stuff I'll say, but me personally, I do want to say this right here. I'm not shocked that it's firing. Quite frankly, I think he lasted longer than I anticipated, and I don't know, Lopez, how you feel about it? Man, I think it. I think it was it was time, man. You look at that talent on that team, and I mean, a lot of people was expecting, a lot of people was expecting Milwaukee to take a leap forward this year, and you look at their record, and it it didn't come into fruition. So, you look at that talent. It's only one. You gotta. You can't bang the owner, the owner on the team. Maybe you can get the GM. Maybe he might be on the hot seat as well. But he has the talent. The talent is there. So you would assume he has done his job with that talent. They got Brogdon, was a rookie of the year. Uh, first uh, first team, all rookie. Greek Freak, uh, Middleton. I know Jabari hasn't, you know, been dealing with some injuries. But you look at that team, Don Maker. You look at that team and you be like, man, that, that's a talented team. They traded for Eric Bledsoe. So they, they trying to go get it. And it still isn't transitioning to wins. So you would have to blame that on coaching. And I think it was time for Jason Kidd. Sometimes a new voice makes the team, you know, it, rejuven- it, re- it rejuvenates the team. Now, I know sure. Greek Freak came out and was like, man, it was it was heartbreaking to him. And he called Jason Kidd reportedly, allegedly, and said, uh, if you want me to save your job, I can save your job. And I guess Jason Kidd told him, it's okay. Go be great. And I know they had a big win last night. So... So far, so good. But we, have to, I think it was, I think it was time for Jason Kidd to move on, man. It was time. Now, I, I do want to say this. I, I don't know. I might be contradicting myself. Though. The reason why I think it was time for Kidd to move on, it's not necessarily his performance as a head coach. I want to make sure I say that. It was some other things. Like Jason Kidd never really did a good job of taking ownership of their problems. Like he would never take the blame. Most mm-hmm. recently, he was asked about the team doing bad, and he kind of blamed it on the team's youth. You know, he said, you know, my kids, first he referred to them as kids. I don't think that's a bad thing. Being an older guy, I watch football or whatever and say, man, that kid tough. I don't really mean he's a kid. I just mean it in comparison to my age. I see him as young, so you call him a kid. But Mm -hmm. that might have ruffled some feathers. And they said there were several relationships on the team. It was just players and and Jason Kidd, they they was headbutting. And if that's not bad enough, uh, rumor, I don't have any sources here but allegedly uh jason kidd didn't make it a big secret that he wanted out of milwaukee and that he aspires to be the head coach of the phoenix suns so Mm. all of these things i don't know if they're true but these are the reasons why i feel like it was probably time to move on if you look at his performance as a head coach his first year as a head coach he was the brooklyn nets coach and he went 42 and 38 hey that's 54 percent win percentage for the nets you can't really complain his first year in milwaukee he went 41 and 41 that's at 500. You want to see a little bit of improvement in the second year? You didn't do that. 33 wins and 49 losses. All right, that's 40%. But then he bounced back last season, 42 wins and 40 losses, which had him second in their division. And, and currently, right now, Milwaukee, well, before he left Milwaukee, there was 23 wins, 22 losses. So I guess the question is whether or not you see their talent being much better than right around 500 because that's where he kind of hovered for his career. And also, if you look at his numbers, man, as his career for a head coach, he was uh, 183 wins, 190 losses. So not mm. terrible there. Um, you know, I just feel like. I'm not saying. I hope I wasn't coming across that kid was a terrible coach. I'm not saying that. I mean, I just wanted to make sure that when I say I think it's time to move on for him, it wasn't even the fact that I felt like he was a terrible coach or that the team was underachieved. I do think they got, they got talent over there, and I feel like maybe they should be playing better than right at the 500 mark. But. I mean, if you got players that ain't really rocking with you, 
if you in interviews blaming the players, I mean, even if it's the player's fault, sometimes it's the coach. You got to say that's my fault. Like, that's just part of your job. You got to say, that's my bad. Yeah. I, I got to do this better. I got to prepare them better. Because you calling them kids and you saying they, they youth is the issue. You the, you the vet. Like, you came straight off the court. If you can't if you can't reach them, then, you know, I don't know. Maybe it is your fault. I don't know. Spade, let me, and you, you know, let me ask you, Spade. Is the East as bad as, as, as we thought it was going to be? You know, because people would be like, well, they got a bad record. They in the East. Like, the East, I, I think the East is... You look at Chicago. You look at you look at teams like Miami. People didn't even see Miami Heat playing as well like like they playing. Well, that's because I mean, they're crazy. I know I, Detroit I saw the Heat start, playing well. Detroit started hot. They was they was at the top. I know they kind of fell back now, but it, the East may be better than people thought it was going to be. Man, do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, somebody. I was just talking with somebody today about the Nets, and they was like, "Who got the yeah, worst people, record in the league right now?" And I was like, "I think yeah. the Hawks." And it was like worse than the Nets, and I'm like, man, look, if Victor Oladipo wasn't balling like he balling, Spencer Dinwiddie would be the uh, most improved player in the league. Like this dude been hooping, he giving yeah. folks buckets night in and night out. So yeah, the East has definitely got an up arrow, but also, you know, I mean, I, I don't feel like it's anything over there that I, I don't know, man. They, you want to know what's expect- you want to what's crazy is Spade that you know that whole trade that whole trade with Cleveland. People was like that Brooklyn pick. It's all about the Brooklyn pick. That Brooklyn people thought Brooklyn was Brooklyn has been a scrappy team and they like when they people thought that Brooklyn pick was gonna be from like one to five, that Brooklyn pick now may be from ten to fifteen. People yeah, saying might, that Brooklyn might, pick yeah. ain't it ain't what they think it is and they people are saying that's why Cleveland should probably trade, make bust a move and trade, you know, for, for one of those bigs. For one of those bigs, man. But like right. you said, Brooklyn, I mean, they ain't going to no playoffs. I ain't saying that. But they've been a scrappy team, and they, I, I definitely think Brooklyn is way better than a lot of people thought they were going to be. I don't think the East is as bad as we thought, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll buy some of that. Let's move on. I'll definitely buy some of that. Let's go. Speaking, speaking of bigs, one of the bigs that Cleveland was reportedly was in the works trying to get, this hurts, big. Boogie Cousins, if you guys didn't know, had, an, had another monster game. And last night, Boogie Cousins tore his Achilles, which sucks, and is out for the season, Spade. Come on, man. How do you t- talk to your boy about Bo- Boogie being out for the season? Now, I know I, if I, I don't have a record in front of me, but I think the Pelicans right now is in the playoff hunt. Spade, so t- tell me about Boogie in the season, you know, the injury that's going to end this season. And tell me, do the Pelicans still make the playoffs? Playoffs? Let me tell you, this injury is way bigger than than most people think. Yeah, it's a a big loss for DeMarcus Cousins. But let me take it a step further. It's a big loss for the Pelicans' season, and it could possibly be a big loss for the Pelicans' future. Let's not forget, this is a contract year for Boogie Cousins. So everybody's got the question mark as to whether or not he's coming back anyway. The one thing that'll really help when you got a player that's on the fence, you don't know if they staying or going, is winning. The team was winning. They're currently 27 and 21. They're third in their division out there in the West. I mean, I'm not saying it was going to be a a cakewalk, but they was definitely in that area where that back back half, they could have definitely got in there. Or, you know, stayed in there for the remainder of the season. You got mm-hmm. the Twin Towers playing well. You got Boogie carrying a lot of the load because, as we say on this show a lot with Anthony Davis, he's on fire one night, might take the next night off. The third night, he might not even play. He might be injured. Boogie yeah. was definitely, you know, 
coming into his own this year. And I don't want to say that like we didn't know Boogie was a beast. We knew he was a beast. But it was looking like this thing might work. Nobody really knew how this was going to work. One of those guys yeah. was going to have to play out of position, and it was working this year. Not saying yeah. they're the best team in the league, y'all, but it was working. You lose Boogie for the season. So the Pels, playoff hopes. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, LaPaz. The Pels ain't going to no damn playoffs without Boogie Cousins. They not. Mm. It's, it's a done deal. They done so. And now mm. you got Boogie sitting idle. He's not on the court. And mm. I just I don't know what it's doing to his mental. I, I think this could possibly hurt their chances of even getting Boogie back. Man, he might be out. He might be out. It's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think he was going to go that route, Spig, because I was going to say it. No Boogie, no playoffs. They, it's a no. Rizzy. It's a rat. Yeah. They ain't. Sorry, D. Coop. They ain't going to the playoffs, champ. I'm nah, sorry. Man. They will not go to the playoffs. I'm sorry. Like, Boogie would. He was. Uh, it's, it's Boogie, AD, and Drew. Now, I know they got a lot of scrappy guys, but the Pels also deal with a lot of injuries. It's like three, four guys on that roster that's hurt. They've been calling guys up from the D League all season. All season. I mean, it it, it sucks. It sucks because Boogie, he was really putting together one of, one of the one of the most best seasons we've seen from, from a big, man. Like, he was knocking down threes. Averaging 20-something, 20-something, high 20 points, boards, assists. I mean, he just had a monster game against my Bulls, man. Like, he was really yeah. putting together. And like you said, Spade, it was working. It was winning. They in the playoff hunt. Now, ain't nobody expecting anybody to beat the Warriors. But, you know, you want you want your stars in the playoffs. Spade always talking about NBA with, you know, with their stories and stuff. You want your stars in the playoffs. And it looked like AD and Boogie was going to make the playoffs this year. And without Boogie, I don't think they still make it. But if if you're a Pelican fan and you think y'all still have a shot, to, I mean, I mean, who gonna fill in for Boogie? A Sheik? Um, Dante I mean, you ain't got nobody on, on that man. roster that can fill in for Boogie. Come on, no, I mean, no way. Fair. Like you're not about to get that production. If collectively, you're, you're probably not about to get that production. So. I think it's a wrap, but if you're a Pelican fan and you feel different, please leave it in the comment section down below. Tweet us, let us know. Hey, I think we can still make it. I, I think it's a wrap, yeah. man. Especially when I feel you know sorry for Pels fans. Yeah, man, for real. Uh, they is they got bad juju spade like Boogie go down. Drew Holiday be you know he went down a, a few years ago. They got a ton of injuries this year. They signed Tony I was Allen. Say, they got Go four players right now. Well, now five if you count. Boogie, but they Boogie. got four players before Boogie with long-term yeah. injuries that yeah. they was already granted a hardship uh, exception based off of those injuries, and they probably yep. gonna get one for Boogie too. So this team is just beat down, and I, I'm t I feel bad for the Pels. I feel bad for New Orleans. The Saints just went out there and, and peed the bed, and I, I just feel bad for y'all, man. I, I really do, and I don't. I, I'm not saying that with any sarcasm. Like this team, that's the most excitement this area has had on the court. Since Chris Paul left. And, and, you know, to see it all go down like that is tough. I, I really feel sorry for him. He was And he was playing great, man. It, it oh, sucks. Yeah. I'm, and I'm a Boogie fan, man. I love Boogie. I know a lot. I, I get on Boogie with his attitude and everything. But, ain't man, I would love to have Boogie on my team. That dude is a phenomenal player. Not only do he have range, he a big body. He can kick you in the post. The mid-range, the three, he grabbed boards, block shots, can assist the ball, great passer. I, I love that dude, man, and it just sucks that that he went down with this injury, man. It sucks. Check okay. this out, man. 
I'm gonna tell you some things in life that uh, I don't care if you don't see them today, you don't see them tomorrow, you gonna see. That's taxes, gas prices fluctuating like hell, and father time. Father mm. time don't play no games with nobody, man. Father time 99 and 0. Well, father time has claimed yet another victim because get this right here. For the first time since 2010, since the 2010 playoffs, Mm-hmm. Tony Parker is not starting anymore, man. They said that Greg Popovich had a meeting with Tony Parker. And look, man, I don't ever want anybody to say this to me. I don't care what the topic is. I don't ever want to hear these words to me in a one-on-one meeting. Say, so he looked at Tony Parker and told him, it's time. Woo, that got to hurt, bro. I don't, don't tell me it's time, bro. I, nah, I got my own watch. I don't want to be told it's time. Tony Parker comes off the bench. Uh, how you say this dude's name? Deontay? Murray? I, I think it's I think it's Dejounte, but whatever. Murray, call him Murray. Yeah, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, so. Deontay, Deontay Murray. Let's go with that. He gets the start. I gotta be honest. The young fella looked like he got it. He looked like he got it. Oh, oh, Spain, uh, he a phenomenal player. I think he, I think he it. I think he, he looked like he got it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it sounds. If you think he a phenomenal player, you thinking what I'm thinking. You all right with this move? You good with it? Spain, I actually thought. I, and I don't know if I said this on the show. Oh. I actually said, Spade, that I think Tony Parker should have left with Tim Duncan. I I, I, I want to say I said that on the show. Yeah, I think, I think he, he should have left with Tim Duncan. Hey, but I understand why. You know, you still think you got it. You're still playing at a high level. I know you was dealing with some injuries. You're thinking, oh, I still got it. I'm just a little, I, I'm just a little injured. I'm just a little banged up. But I, I think this. I think it was time. <laughs> it's time. I think it was time for Tony Parker. I think it was time for Tony Parker to take the back seat to this young guy. You got. You got to. You got to put this young talent out there and let it flourish, man. And I think. I think he's been answering the bell. But I, Tony Parker can. He. He still. I think better running that second unit. Tony Parker running that second unit will probably help the Spurs more than him starting with those guys because he can come in. He could come in with that second unit. He's playing against second unit guys, and he probably can still cook those second unit guys because he's Tony Stop. Parker. These second what? unit guys been a bust Tony Parker ass, man. You just so, said that so man So you don't think Tony Parker the... had no talent, no more spade to rat? Bro, you just said he should have jumped in the passenger seat in Tim Duncan's car and rolled off into I, the sunset. I mean, Manu too, but Manu still out. I, I feel that way about Manu Ginobili too, Spade. But Manu been playing, he been playing well off the bench. Yeah, but the thing about Manu, Manu, he can still look good in spurts. He just can't maintain consistency anymore. But when the last time we seen TP go off? I wait. I mean, I mean, did he ever really go off those spades? Yes, yes. Uh, that was time. I mean, yes. Tony Parker was a was a what? I don't, let me pull up what Tony Parker averaged during his career. Like I want to say Tony, and I'm guessing I ain't even pull it up yet, y'all. I'm guessing Tony Parker was a 15 point guy, maybe nine assist guy. Let me pull it up. I, I don't think I, I think it's better than that, and I, I don't talk, really talk to me. What you think it is? Talk. Uh, I'm gonna say what? What did you say? I said I said 15 points, nine assists. I go a few points higher. I'm thinking about 18. Yeah, I mean it, it's not even, and maybe and maybe it went down a little bit because of these past couple of years. He averaging eight and four this year, eight eight points, four assists. But I mean he's a 16 point career guy. And he averaging six assists. Correct. And that's that taper, cuz. Cause look, I'm, I got him pulled up right here. Start at start at 05. 
bro, from 05 to 2013, this man was damn near score. Okay, now he had the off year 09, 010, but man, it's it's 19 or better every one of those years. 08, 09, this man okay. averaged 22 points a game. Yeah, okay. this is, look at that. Bro, look at, I oh see, my okay, God, look I at see. the decline. Okay. Yeah, Tony, you got to go, Tony. But I, I, I felt like he should have left with Tim Duncan. I felt like Manu should have left too, but Spade, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. What I, I, I want to know is, I think look, I think Murray deserves the job, Spade. It's, I agree with Popovich. It's time. Tony Parker got to get that seat up. Well, listen, Tony, if you watch the show, fam, don't you let Greg call you in that office again. Because the next time he tell you it's time, he going to want you to get your <laughs> shit and bounce. Don't let nobody. Come on. Come on, Tony. LaParis, let me strong arm one in here. I don't really strong arm topics. I'll just be saving mine up. I got about 20 of them guys over here. Let me strong arm a topic in here, bro. Okay. This past week, man, we heard news out of the San Antonio people. The rumor mill in San Antonio is saying that Kawhi Leonard ain't happy over that, fam. Yeah. They say he had odds with the team he possibly wants out, and the reason that he won't out is because they cannot lure any big-name free agents to San Antonio. I'm going to go mm. a step further. They saying it ain't because San Antonio not a popping place. I don't know that it is a popping place. All the chicks that I know that be telling me about where the party's at, I ain't mean, never seen one of them say that party in San Antonio. But for what it's worth, that ain't even. I mean, the Spade, you're asking you the wrong questions. You heard Charles, brother. You gotta act not. Don't ask where the party uh-uh. at. Ask where the churros at. Yeah, yeah. Charles, <laughs> Charles banned from that city now because of his mouth. I might. I don't know where I'm gonna be tomorrow. I might be in San Antonio. But you know what? I'm not even sure if that's the reason why they're not luring in big names. They saying they possibly not getting big names to come in because. Hey, you look over in OKC, you look at my boy Russ. He just got the green light. He pulling shots. He don't care if they're good shots or not. You know what you can't do that mess up? Over there in Greg Popovich's house. That's what they saying, bro. So have you heard this? Do you think it's, it holds any merit? You think it could be true? And if so, how you feel about it? I mean, it got to be. I, I would assume it, it is true. But it I mean, got to be true. Spade, I think it got to be true. We heard last it year LA was, LA was asking for a trade. Remember? LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge was asking for a trade last year. Remember when Pop Pop said, I'm not trading you. I mean. But Pop admitted that he. Pop said, I tried to change LaMarcus Aldridge. That was my fault. Once I start letting L.A. do what L.A. do, we in a better spot. Yeah. There's it, something different. You know, you know what L.A. got this year, Spade? And you put L.A. Shout out to you. You put him in your top five. Because I'm a genius. He has been playing phenomenal. And he's, he's been playing phenomenal. The All-Star game. Yep. But you want to but you want to know what Pop did let let LA do this year? He gave him the green light. He got the green light. Hey, he well, did, I mean, he, go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Go ahead and disrespect. Nah, I'm just gonna say, I mean, with no Kawhi, who the hell else you gonna give a light to? You better but give I mean, him the it's, green light. Oh, it's, it's only Kawhi and it's only Kawhi in LA. So so why wouldn't both of those guys have a green light? Bro, because maybe Pop late on Dejounte Murray. And I told you when I went to the summer league games, they got this dude named Forbes that looked like he the real deal. That guy can score like hell. Pop's got to look. Pop, you gotta you gotta stop. Come on, man. You a coach first. You can be their friend later, man. Put your talent on the floor and let these guys do work. You did right by telling Tony to sit down. Should have did it earlier. Might need to uh, listen. One more thing. I know we gotta move forward. Did you see what Pop did to uh, Pau Gasol, man? Did you what do you do, bro? Powell is 37 years old. He almost messed around and got a triple-double. He was one dime shy of a triple-double, and Pop pulled him. 
That's the type of shit folks ain't got time for, man. Folks ain't got time for that. They interviewed Powell at the end of the game and said, did the coaching staff not get the memo that you only needed one dime? And Powell said that coaching staff didn't get the memo. He said it like, I mean, they got the memo. They got folks over there. Look, they didn't want. No, nobody ain't got time for that. Kawhi. Hey, Kawhi, come on down to Miami, bro. Get out of there. Kawhi, Miami? Oh, my gosh. Kawhi, it's time. Hey, hey listen, man. I... Kawhi. Pop. Pop reminds Pop runs the Spurs in my opinion, like like New England run run uh the Patriots. Like they they just all about winning. So when you go over there, you gotta lose the ego. You gotta lose your ego, and things are gonna be ran a certain way. So you it, it's either you're gonna run it our way or you're not gonna be here because it's Spade. And you know this, and I know this. Whatever they, whatever go on in San Antonio, one thing they're going to do is they're going to be consistent and they're going to win. I think, I think we we have we. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they ever since they drafted Tim Duncan, they've been in the playoffs ever since all them years. They've been in the playoffs every year. So I mean, you you got to say what pop does work. I, now you might not agree. We might not agree with everything pop do, but Spade, we got to say it works. It works. They've been winning, and not only just winning. And winning the playoffs, they've been winning championships. They've been contenders for that long. So come on, man. Yeah, well now they're it's, pretenders, and they can't. I mean, get they've no been dealing with they've been dealing with some injuries now, man. Like a lot of people hurt over they're there. Dealing with you can't lose time. your best player and, and don't think that hurts your squad. And they still they still one of the best teams even without Kawhi. And I think yeah, I think absolutely. that's that that's because of Pop, bro. No. Yeah, I, it is, man. But you know how I feel about that. I mean, I feel like Pop get a pass because he's this celebrated head coach. And I think Pop's a hell of a head coach. But I think every time San Antonio does something right, we credit Pop. And every time they do something wrong, we blame the players. Pop don't get any blame. And I, I don't know. I, I feel some kind of way about that. Typical Spade. Mad about everything. Spade, let's move on. Let's get it, bro. I, I, I hate that this is the, the Spade was right show. I hate that. Bro, LaPaz, can I tell you something before you even go? Can, no, can no, 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 no. I don't want to hear it because I already know what you're going to say. Every I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Spade is right. No, 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 But I got to get you. You was you you called L.A. and you was right on this guy. If you guys didn't know, when, when the Cavs traded for Isaiah Thomas, we did a show. Spade spoke some things about Isaiah Thomas. I It ain't that I d- disagreed with him. I was just like, wait, the guy's injured. Let's see what happens. And I, Isaiah Thomas, if you guys didn't know, he's back. He's he's back with he's back. He's allegedly healthy. The guy been playing for the Cavs. And if you guys didn't know, the team had a team meeting, and Isaiah Thomas led the attack against Kevin Love. And they said that it got heated. Spade, Spade. Yeah. Let me ask you. Yeah. No, don't you ask me. Right about Isaiah. You was right about Isaiah Thomas. You said he's one cocky little mug. You said that yep. ever since last and, and year, what else he's I been say? popping to an extreme amount. I mean, he's just been Facts. popping crazy. What did I say you? about his comment saying, I'm going to be back to averaging 30 points a game? What yeah, you said no way. You said no way. No you way. Said no, no way. Yep. But, but what you want to ask me so I can be ready? Right Go ahead. Bro. Let me lean back. One. Should Isaiah should Isaiah Thomas be leading any team meetings? And is Isaiah Thomas in the Cavs gonna work? Is that gonna work? Wow, so you just gonna give me two easy questions. Should he be leading any meetings? Yeah, if they talking about 
what they need to do. Look, look first of all, I don't like meetings where you go in there and you point fingers. I, I don't I don't like that. I ain't like it when I play sports. I don't Man, like but it. I think that's the time to get it. stuff off your chest. If yeah, it was somebody that's thing. been in those trenches with you and you I, I think you I think that's okay, babe. No, 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 no. What I like is when you have meetings to talk about how to fix things and then in the process things come out that you got on your chest. But the point of this meeting wasn't to fix things. The team is playing bad. It wasn't a meeting about let's fix things. It was a meeting about we don't think Kevin Love was really sick. That ain't fixing shit. Whether he's sick or not sick, that ain't fixing nothing. So they, they never went into the meeting with the intentions of trying to come up with a solution to any of the problems they have. The whole point of the meeting, from the way I understand it, was to call out Kevin Love for lying about being sick. And whether he was or he wasn't, I don't know. He probably sick from looking at the way they play. I can't even watch him on TV. I'll be about to get sick. I'm running he's the fingers just talking about He's getting it. the blame for everything. That's what he's sick Facts. of. <laughs> yeah, man, Kevin Love has, has become the same thing. Look. Somebody said that Kevin Love has become the same thing that Chris Bosh was in Miami. That's actually not true. Worse, man. Kevin Love has become what Mario Chalmers was yeah, down in Miami. Like, and, and it don't make sense, bro. It don't make sense. I, I don't know how I would feel coming from Isaiah Thomas because the obvious thing is Isaiah Thomas isn't playing well right now. He's not playing great. He's not mm -hmm. getting a ton of minutes. He's still on a minute restriction. I don't think he's getting but about 28 minutes per game. His shot attempts is up. His makes ain't up. His field goal percentage is down. And, and you know, they got all these advanced analytics that just prove that every other member of the Cavaliers is worse when Isaiah's on the floor. Isaiah got some more comments because, you know, that boy Isaiah will talk. Isaiah says that, uh, you know, he people putting the blame on him too much, and it's not fair. I mean, he always talking about what's not fair, man. Listen, this man said it's not fair that people blaming him. He said that this team was bottom five in defense since the start of this season when he wasn't even playing. And they just waited till he got on the floor so they could blame him for the defense. And look, he's kind of right, though. The teams have been bad defensively all year. But the thing since last is, year. yes, but bro, if the team going to be bad defensively, you know what you got to try to do? If I can't stop you, I got to outscore you. And they're not doing that with Isaiah on the floor either. So he's got to take some blame. I just got an issue with people that don't take any blame. I'm just the opposite. I can know it's your fault. But I feel like the leader in me will be like, you know what? I got to do better. I might cut my eye at you. I might pull you to the side and let you know, hey, I ain't the only one got to do better. You got you to gotta grab your bootstraps and pull them up too. But just the thing where... I don't like that whole, it ain't never my fault thing, bro. And I just feel like that's what's going on here. I don't like it. And the second part of your question, will it work? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, he he's not trade bait. I mean, they, they really they, the Cavs really dropped the ball when they could have got Bledsoe or Paul George or whoever. The other trade that could have sent Kyrie to Phoenix, whatever, however that was going to be maneuvered, they really dropped the ball. But I, under, they, I, I, I get. I would assume that Cleveland wanted that Brooklyn pick because they thought Brooklyn was going to be trash. That pick is not. I mean, this is a deep draft allegedly. If all these suspected guys come out, that's supposed to come out. I, I just, I don't think Isaiah Thomas has any trade value. They talking about maybe trading Tristan Thompson. They talking about trading Iman Shepard maybe or J.R. Smith. I don't think any of these guys have any trade value. The only thing you are hoping that is somebody uh, is willing to just part ways with the star that they know is not going to uh, resign there and, and trying to get money off the books so they can pursue somebody else. But 
I don't think anybody's trading for Isaiah Thomas. I, if I'm if I'm a GM in any team, I'm not trading for Iman Shepard. I don't want Shannon Fry, and I damn sure don't want Tristan Kardashian. I don't want that guy. I don't want that guy. Well, but, I mean, they changed the roster. They changed the starting lineup. They feel like this is going to fix the problem. I mean, uh, like you said it. They 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 uh they made changes to the lineup. That's what we're going actually with the next segment, so we can transition right there. Um, Let's do it. You know, they 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 replaced they. Tristan Thompson replaced Jay Crowder, who, Spade, me and you have been guys that was like, man, Jay Crowder isn't as bad as, Jay Crowder has been terrible this year, but we was guys last year that when people was trashing Jay Crowder, we was like, man, he's not as bad as you guys are saying. Jay Crowder is, is a tough-nosed defender. He knocks down threes, but he he has been a shell of himself. He hasn't right. been defending, and maybe right. that's a detriment to the team because the team hasn't, been defending collectively, so maybe it makes him look worse than what he is. But right. the, he hasn't been defending, and he hasn't been knocking down the wide open shots that he was knocking down in Boston. So right. they made the change. Tristan Thompson in the start lineup. Jay Crowder coming off the bench. How do you yep. feel about that, homie? I, I gotta admit, I kind of like it. I kind of okay. like it because you know what? They moved Kevin Love. First of all, Kevin Love in Minnesota was a, a new stock. I, I hate to, I hate to say it again. This guy said. Kevin Love at the five ain't gonna work. Jesus. Kevin Love at the five ain't gonna work. He was a little stocky. I'm not saying, you know, he wasn't Debo down there in the paint, but he was a little stocky. We saw Kevin Love put up 20 20 games in Minnesota. They weren't winning those games. He was, no he was bigger though. But he was eating. He got he got to Cleveland. You know how Brian like his power forwards. They put him on the treadmill. They thinned him out. They told him to stand out there at the corner, and if you get lucky, you'll get the ball. And when you do get it, we expect you to knock down the three. Kevin Love did the same thing Chris Bosh did. He converted. His play style for the team, and it seemed to work. This and changed his body. Changed his body type too. That's what I said. Changed his body. He slammed up. Go ahead. Yeah, slammed up. Hella slim. Yeah. This year they tried to move the man to the five. You are look. Kevin Love's not a great defender at the four. Let's be honest. He was never a great defender. Spade, anyway. I don't mean to cut you off, homie, but he, they made him change his body to play the four. Yep. He was he was killing it in Minnesota because he was this stocky. But dude. not on defense. He was banging down low. And but then you never make him change defender. his body and now move him back to the five? Yeah. He was never a great defender, though. We got to say that. He was never yeah, a great yeah. defender. He wasn't terrible, but he was never a great defender. And then they moved him to the four. And, and like LaParis is saying, even last year, even when it was working, even the year they won the championship, he wasn't a great defender amongst bigs. Now, I'm going to give him his props. He played the hell out of that defensive possession against Steph Curry when Steph was trying to take his ankles. Mm. But... He never was a great defender amongst bigs. Then they tried to move him to the five this year. That experiment didn't work. Jay Crowder looked like a fish out of water. And LaParis, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to state the obvious that I can't believe nobody else has said so far. Everything is looking like, man, you got these guys, they look unorganized. They look like they got no chemistry. At the end of the day, why ain't nobody blaming Tyrone Lue? Oh, Spade, you on the hot seat, bro. Lou? Spade, you on the hot seat. He on it. He, he, he just got be. on it this week. He just he got on it be. this week, but he on he need to be. He on you know what? I, anytime you see a player, and, and I mean, IT could say this too, but you look mm. at what Crowder has become. Hey, man, it's about scheme. Everybody knows, I don't care how good a player is, you still got to put him in the right scheme. I, I use this example right here all the time. Look, Randy Moss was a hell of a deep threat, but if you wanted to use him as a, as, you know, a, a blocking Wide receiver, if you wanted him to go across the middle all the time, he still would be able to make some plays for you, but he wouldn't be the dynamic receiver that he was going deep. You still mm -hmm. got to know how to use your pieces, and that's a coach's job. 
The coach got to know how to put people in the right scheme. He's got to know how to get the most out of his players. And you got to hand this L right here to Tyrone Lou. And, and, it, it, let me tell you something, man. Tyrone Lou is definitely, I actually tweeted early in the week. I'm like, man, Lou, if Lou, Lou going to get fired. I, th I think he's going to get fired, Spade. I think it's just a matter of time, especially if the Cavs don't turn this thing around, especially starting early in the All-Star break, like after the, after the All-Star break. If they don't turn this around, because they look they look terrible, bro. Cavs they ain't look this bad with David Black. I, I'm for real, for real. They, they look. Let's be honest. They look terrible. I cannot. And they killing Bruh. Bruh, get out of there. Come on back to Miami, bro. Get, nah, get out of there. Come to need to come to the shot, man. He need to come to. He the want shot. to win. You looking at all that talent, Spade? You see the young talent we got up in Chicago? Check the I tape. Don't. I don't. Of course you don't, because you blind. Listen, man, I, I definitely think I definitely think Ty Tyron Lewis on the hot seat. And early earlier coming out coming out this All Star break, if the Cavs don't don't turn this thing around or get it figured out, Tyron Lewis will be fired. Believe me, especially Spade. I don't now. I I I don't I have never heard. I don't think I've never seen. I, I gotta I gotta check. I gotta check the tape. The, the Grizz just fired Brian Boy, Fizdale. Now I don't know if they yeah. will fire Lou and then try to bring in Fizdale, but they, I know they will. They will get Lou out of there. And, and and if if LeBron's gonna be there another year, they will definitely hire Fizdale because he would be like, "Yo, you hire this dude, I'll come back." So Fizdale is Fizdale might be might be prime and ready to take that Cavs job if Tyron Lou don't figure it out. He better figure it out. He better figure it out. Spade, let me move on to the quick. next topic. All right, move let's on to it, the bro. next topic. If you guys didn't know, I'm kind of tough on Damian Lillard, man. And, and West Westbrook came out earlier this week, and we're going we're going to talk about we're going to talk about uh, the the players that LeBron and Steph Curry drafted as well. But I'm kind of hard on Lillard. L Lillard's, Lillard, I I I I want more from Lillard as a player. Let me state that. But if you guys didn't know, Damian Lillard, he requested a private meeting with the owner, Paul Allen. And it, it raised questions like, what is Lillard talking about? Is he asking for a trade? People said that the, the meeting was about the direction the team is headed. Spade, I don't have their record in front of me. But, I mean, Damian Lillard, they, they, they was, they was kind of all right when he had L.A. They, they had McCollum. They had L.A. It was Lillard. And, and L.A. got up out of there because they was handing the keys to Lillard. Or Lillard maybe wanted L.A. out of there because Lillard wanted to be the man, Spade. Spade, mm -hmm. why would Lillard be requesting this meeting with his owner? What's going on over there in Portland? Well, I mean, word on the streets is, they look, they tried to fix it up and say that Dame wanted to, he actually had the meeting to reassure that he is still locked in with Portland. He still wants to be there. Look, man, don't nobody call no meeting to tell you that they like you. I ain't never called a meeting with my girl to be like, hey, I just want to let you know I still love you. That's not what people do, dog. That's not what people do. I guarantee you that meeting was Damian Lillard saying, look, me and CJ out here giving it all we got, and it ain't enough. We need another piece. You better get us somebody in here. And they I, was campaigning for Melo, remember? And it looked like that was yeah. a good thing not going to get that guy. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I definitely think. I mean, it's going to be a while right now. Anyway, hey, anybody, I don't care what you're doing on your team right now, and I love what the Rockets are doing. And, you know, I'm a Heat fan, but I, I, I happen to be a fan of that guy, James Harden. I don't know if you heard of him, this dude with the beard. 
But, hey, man, I feel like everybody's just throwing rocks at the tank that is the Golden State Warriors right now. I don't know if any team is building anything that's a true threat to these guys in a best-of-seven series. So I don't know if – I mean, the competitor in you still tells you, hey, we can beat those guys. But deep down inside, it's a little voice that's like, man, if we don't sit our $5 ass down – they not be Golden State, bro. They not. They, they don't not. really matter what they bring in there. I can't see anything unless they could get Brian, and I doubt Brian wants to go to Portland at the end of his damn career. Sorry, Portland, y'all ain't popping like that. I just I don't see I don't see an acquisition that can make them the favorite in the West. But they I I assure you that's what it was about. They are. Let me let me look in the camera. They are not beating Golden State. I don't care. Who they get? They not beating Golden State. What is why? Why are you calling this meeting? Why you're not beating Golden State? You're not beating them. Portland, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and I love CJ. And y'all not beating them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Spade. Wait. I mean, we, we thought Golden State. We thought Golden State was going to be in the finals before they got the rank. You remember when they won the championship? Yeah. We was like, yeah. yo. We, we was the like Curry. We, we was like Curry, Clay, Draymond. They they about to be in the next couple of championships, and that was before they got yep. Durant. They got yep. Durant, Spade. When they got Durant, what did we say? Oh, they about to be in like the next at it's least five to ten joints. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. They they not beating unless something catastrophic happened that I'm not even going to put in the atmosphere. Yeah, I don't even want like to speak nobody on that, you know is what? about to dethrone those guys from being in the championship. I'm sorry. And I think it'll have to happen twice. I think they'll have to have two catastrophes. That's just yeah, how man. deep that team is. I mean, they got four all-stars and they starting lineup for crying out loud. Like, yeah, come they on, gonna man. Be all right. You're not, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't I I don't know. I, it's nothing it's nothing to meet about. It's nothing to meet about. You're not about and I know it's some Portland fans. Shout out to King Dooms. King Dooms, I'm sorry. Y'all not about yeah, yeah. King Doom, I don't even think Dooms think that. They don't, he don't even think that, Spade. Like, you're not about to beat Golden State. So, I don't even know I mean, what we call it. Is it an acquisition? Call. Look, let, hypothetically speaking, let's have some fun. If they could get Brian, like if they could get Brian, do you like them over Golden State in a best of seven? I, you, one thing, I, one thing, Spade, one thing I love about Damian Lillard, he's not afraid of Steph Curry. He attacked. What I tell oh, you, I Spade, what, Spade, what I tell you? Damian Lillard playing Steph Curry, what do I tell you? He give him buckets. He he's from the Bay. I think. And he I, played, you say do you I think not he say you play Dame Lillard and FanDuel because Dame Lillard oh, is going to attack Steph Curry every time. Absolutely. Yeah, you play you play Dame Lillard if you see Golden State. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. It's not a blowout because if it's a blowout, Portland will sit Dame Lillard on the bench. But if it's any chance of the game staying close, Portland play Golden State and Dame Lillard and Curry going at it. You play Dame Lillard and FanDuel because Spade. They still they, they won't beat the Rockets, babe. They won't beat the Rockets if they get Brian with, with Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. Portland will not beat the Rockets. I see the Rockets wow, I, in the Western Conference Finals playing against the Warriors. Now, you know what's funny? I, 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 I didn't expect I, I, you to babe, say that. This is me. This is me, homie. I think the Rockets can compete with Golden State if James Harden show up, but we don't know what James Harden we want to get. We don't if know which Chris one. Chris Paul stay healthy, which we don't know if that's gonna happen. Well, I mean, it's a lot of ifs. You're right. It's a lot of ifs. If 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 the stars align, I think they can compete with those guys. If James Harden show up, Chris Paul stay healthy. You got E. G. You got Ariza, and I know 
I know it's it's a it's a it's a big if in a stretch. If a reason knocking down shots, they can compete. But if you at least if a reason not knocking down shots, you at least want him to defend. If he you know, I think they can compete. I see the Rockets. I see the Rockets, and I see Golden State in the Western Conference Final Spade, and I see Golden State pulling it out because I don't think the Rockets gonna have enough. I don't think they're gonna have enough. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm shocked that you said that, but we agree. You know what? Brian, Brian's still the greatest player in the NBA. I don't care what yes. anybody say. It's a lot of people on his heels. I get that. And I know yep. you might be a fan of this guy, that guy, and all of y'all. You and the guy you a fan of, both of y'all can sit down. Nobody's better than Brian right now, in my eyes, when it I comes agree. to what all they bring to the team. And that being said, you could sprinkle some LeBron James in Portland and it still wouldn't work. Because you know what? Damian Lillard is ball dominant. He ain't a catch-and-shoot guy. That's not what he does. And it could probably work the same way that LeBron and Kyrie worked. But the difference is the rest of the team makeup don't work. Because you got CJ, who can catch and shoot, but he's a ball-dominant guy. So I just yeah. don't, I don't, you had to move too many pieces in there. It wouldn't work. And I, I'm sorry for these guys because they are good players. One of the things about Daniel Lillard that I kind of like. One more thing, or one, before you go, Spade, and one more yeah. thing, Nurkit is a post guy, not a pick-and-roll guy. Like, so he's definitely in Bron way. He's going to be in Bron way. He ain't really a stretch either. He can shoot. But he ain't really a stretch. Now, I don't know. Brian might get in there and change him. But one of the things I like about Lillard, man, he, he finds whatever he can to motivate him. Sometimes the stuff ain't really there, man. Like, if you cut him off in traffic, he might go and score 36 that night because somebody was hating on him on the interstate. Ain't nobody really hating on you. That man was just in a hurry. But whatever you got to do to get yourself going, I get it. He just recently had a situation against the Rockets where he got in Chris Paul's face because late in the game that was easily decided, Chris Paul got a layup, and he felt like getting a layup was unnecessary. You know what? Yep. Stop him. But that's the kind of stuff that make Dame Lillard who he is. He's a good player. He's a great player because of that. And I just feel like it's, it's almost like the Jordan era again. We saw great players in the Jordan era, and they, we knew they didn't have enough. I was hyped when Charles Barkley went to the Phoenix Suns. I thought him and Thunder Dan Marley and Kevin Johnson was going to take the crown off the bull's head. Matter of fact, Charles Barkley said the Lord told him they was going to win. And, mm -hmm. and the Lord ain't clear that with Michael Jordan. And it, it, mm -hmm. this whole thing just, it's the same thing over again, man. It's going to be great players. And they, later on, some young person going to tell them that they ain't it because they didn't win a championship yep. when they really just up against a yep. colossal giant. Uh, yep. And it's crazy. It, it really is because you are absolutely, I didn't even think of it like that, but we we grew up in that Jordan era, and we've seen a lot of greats not 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 be appreciated because they don't have a ring. They don't have a ring, and now we are in that same. We we about to be in that same thing because I see, I I see Golden State going back to the finals like the next umpteen times. Like it would take something catastrophic for these guys not to show not to show up. I mean, they showed they can win without Steph. With the other three in the lineup. They showed they can win without Clay. With the other three in the lineup. They showed they can win without Durant. With the other three in the lineup. They showed they can win without Dre. Without the, with the other three in the lineup. So, it, you're right. It would literally have to be two of those guys. Yeah. It, nobody's beating the Warriors, bro. Nobody's beating the Warriors. I'm sorry. I don't care what Portland do. I don't care what Dame, who Dame told him to go get in that meeting. I don't care. If they thought Melo was going to make that difference, look at the difference Melo's making in in, in OKC. It's, it's not. Like, nobody's beating OKC in the West, man. I mean, um, Golden State in the West. Nobody's beating yep. Golden State in the West. Nobody's. Spade, 
I want a strong arm topic. I know we're running long, Spade, but I want, I want yes. to just go quick. I, I said we're going to talk about the teams that uh, LeBron drafted and Steph drafted. No, it was not televised NBA. Spade always talking about how great the NBA is. You dropped the ball there. You dropped the ball. You stop, fumbled the stop, ball, stop, NBA. Stop. But in no particular order, because we don't have the exact order which these guys were drafted. This is in alphabetical order. LeBron team is uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Bill, Boogie Cousins. That sucks because he's not going to be able to play in the All-Star game. Anthony right. Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. He did draft Kyrie. A lot of people was like, oh, is he going to draft Kyrie? I really didn't care if he was going to draft him or not. But he did draft Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Oladipo, mm-hmm. Porzingis, John Wall, and Russell Westbrook. Team Curry is the Greek Freak, Jimmy Butler, yeah. DeMar DeRozan, yeah. Joel Embiid, yeah. Draymond Green, James Harden. Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Klay Thompson, and Carl Anthony Towns. Spade, Spade, tell. Yep. I want to have a little fun. No, got to take long on it. Which team is better? Who wins? Um, I mean, I think I was gonna say Brian team by a long shot, but with Bookie going down, you definitely got to see who uh who replaces him. Yeah, because it, it's important and to Boogie, say that Bookie was picked as a starter. He's a starter, right? Look, the rules say that Brian don't get to replace this guy. Adam Silver replaces him. So, mm-hmm. don't know who that guy's going to be. I don't know if it's a toss-up, man, because there's some scores on both sides. I kind of want to poke fun and say whatever team got Al Horford is probably the team that's not going to win. So, I, I think that's the way I'm going to go. Sorry. You're probably right. And you know what? I don't even think Al Horford should have been in there. I think that spot should have went to Drummond. Drummond, regardless how you feel about Drummond, Drummond has been a monster. A monster this year. He's been a monster. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning. Yep. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Bronside. Even even with no boogie, I'm leaning towards Bronside. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go Bronside, man. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going Bronside. Sure? I, I was. I was looking because of Carl Anthony Towns and Greek Freak. But you're right. Al Horford is on that other end. Give me Bronside. Give me Bronside. Yeah, I mean they. They also got Embiid, who's been playing great this year. They got Harden. Who, yeah, you know, but, you know I, I'm scared. Stuff. I'm scared of Embiid in the All Star game because I think, I think because of you know the issues Embiid been having over the past years, they're gonna be like, you know what, Embiid, go go get your feet wet and go sit your ass down. We need you're more important to the Philadelphia Sixers than you are for some damn All Star game. Yeah, but so that he might play trying to get five to All Star game so he could get a chance with Rihanna. So now that he out there, he might be trying to get that MVP, fam. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Nah, he said he was going to keep it smoking. He said she ain't want me when I was down. Why she want me now? And be the yeah, cool that's dude. That's what he said, though, but I don't know. We can't see his DMs. Uh, right. Let's go ahead and move forward, man. Okay. We don't have a pick'em game this weekend. Let me tell y'all why. Spade, I'm I back. Just basically, I'm I back, bro. It's 10-10. The, life back. Out of the man don't want to compete no more. I told him, I said, look, I let Spade, you get I just back won the pick'em right game this week. You picked the Wizards. I picked the, the Thunder. I said, look, what? I said Spade, the th- I wanted the Thunder. You put me Spade, down for the wrong team. Spade, you you picked. You said I said Robinson about to clamp on. He didn't. Robinson didn't stop Bradley Bill. Bradley will. Bradley Bill went bananas. But I picked bro, the Thunder. Are I you sure? Because I feel like I said the Thunder, bro. Bro, you said the Wizards. Okay, you don't remember you me saying Robinson listen, about to no, clamp no. Bradley Bill? Listen, check the tape. Listen, I don't know what I said. You don't know what you said. Let's just scrap last week. I'm still up 10-9. But we're not going to have one this week. We're going to go ahead and do something completely different. Y'all like how I scrapped last week? Learn that from your boy. 
I don't remember. The parents don't remember. We're just going to scrap it. It never happened. The parents, guess what we're going to do this week, Doc? I don't know what we're doing this week. You, we're going to talk about my skin. stepfather. We're going to talk about my stepfather, LeVar Ball. He's back in the news. Let me tell you what he's done, bro. I mean, damn, what's left? He keep doing... I mean, he about to conquer the world. This time, he was on the sidelines for his kids' games, and I ain't talking about sitting over there in big ball of brand gear. He was in a suit. He was the assistant coach for his boys' team, and he coached. He helped coach those he might boys as well to just a big. Bought a team. Nah, he don't want that team. B. He nah, he don't want that team. Trust me. What he's doing is building his resume. This man' resume gonna look amazing. He can do it all. Say what you want to say about the guy. He's, Man, you, bro. you think he's going to be an NBA coach? All I know is it's on his resume. He's probably not going to go straight to the league. No. But what I can mean, see him getting off of the coaching job. The he ain't about to be no NBA coach. Never. Bro, when did I say he was going to be an NBA coach? Oh, okay. I said okay. he's building his resume. Relax okay. over there. See, this okay. is what's wrong. People are so ready to say something negative about LeVar Ball that y'all can't take in his genius. Take in his genius, bro. Okay. Hate next show. This show taking his genius. He was the assistant coach for that game, and the team won. His kids played well. I saw all the slander. Oh, yeah, they playing good, but they playing against amateurs. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that because I don't care who on the court. You still got to take the ball, and you got to put it through the hoop. And half the folks who saying they playing against amateurs, I could put you on the court against nobody, and you can't put the ball in the hoop as many times as these ball brothers be putting the ball in the hoop. And you know what? I just want to take this time to say Strong Arm Sports supports LeVar Ball. Hello, my loves. Stand with us <laughs> in supporting LeVar Ball. That's all I want to say. Stand Listen, with man. us as we support LeVar Ball. <laughs> I, I, don't have, I don't have anything to add, bro. Like, Spade love himself some LeVar Ball. That is his unofficial stepdaddy. And, uh... I mean, he might as well just go buy the team. He pretty much over there running Lithuania, wherever the hell they at. He pretty much over there running that whole team. They got big baller brand uh, decals all over the court, all in the rafters, all all on the little scoreboard. Like, he might as well just buy the team. I don't know I'm, how much a Lithuania team costs, 23000 He might as well just buy it. Wow, bro. So now what we're doing is disrespecting Lithuania? That's hey, what we're doing? disrespected Turkey. You was like, hell no, I don't want to go to Turkey. Like, come on. Yeah, because I'm just saying, like, Lithuania can't cost that much. How much Lithuania cost? Like, $23,000? You could probably buy the whole... What is what is wow. Lithuania in a country? You could probably buy all of Lithuania <laughs> wow. for $23,000. Wow, I'm going to have to edit this whole segment out, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let the folks know. Let the folks know that deep down inside, you got you got a bad... You, you just don't like the Ball family. Let them know. Bro, be I don't have a problem with... The, with, with but you the do, ball though. Family. No, I, I guess don't. you do. I really know. Spade, Did you, you log you, in to you, Facebook I mean, you, you, and watch any of that game? You spoke on the was on Facebook. Are you ready to move on? I got a question for you. Did you log into Facebook and watch their game? No. I don't have a Facebook. Why not? I don't have a Facebook. I sent you the link. I sent you the link. Yeah, but you needed to have a Facebook to watch. Like, you couldn't just click the link. You had to sign How long did it Facebook? take to make a Facebook? How nah, long did it I take? Don't, I, don't want, I don't want Facebook. Then you could have deleted it right after the game. No, nah, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You don't like it. I got All one right. more topic. Go, man. I got one more topic. Go. If you guys oh, didn't know, I, I I'm one of the I'm one of the dudes I didn't want 
old boy from uh I didn't want Fizdale to be fired from the Grizzly. He was dealing with a lot of injuries. I know he didn't get along with Gasol. They had some issues, but if you guys didn't know, Mike Conley is reported has been shut down for the season. He hasn't played in forever anyway, so it's kind of like, uh, well, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But Mike Conley, I think he that's what Memphis is missing. And I think if he was there, this whole Memphis team is a different situation. And, you know, we, we may be talking about a different story if Mike Conley was healthy, Spade. Mike Conley being shut down for the season. What you got to say about it? I mean, you said they missing Mike Conley. And don't get me wrong, Mike Conley can help. But you know what else they missing? What's that? Damn near $23 million. Uh, damn near $29 million mm. this season. Almost $29 million this season is going into Mike Conley's pocket. Now, I'm not mm. saying that Mike Conley don't deserve that money. But, man, that's got to hurt a team. That mess your cap all up. When you're spending that kind of money on a player that you can't get on the court, you cannot expect this team to be great. And this is even more evidence why Fears shouldn't have been fired. That's the end of the show, fam. Chandler Parsons is still on that roster with a max. Chandler said he getting 23 this year, but he'll give you about 10 minutes a game. Hmm. Do better, Chandler. It's the worst. It's the worst, grip too. it's the worst damn 10 minutes you've ever seen in your life. All that money. I would feel bad. I'd get some of it back. I'm just playing. <laughs> let's end the show, man. Okay. Yeah, We're going to end the show. We're the strong all performer of the week, man. Y'all already know what's up. This is our segment where we give away our award to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. The parents don't do too well on this segment either, y'all. Oh it be more deserving it, people. You see, and let me give tell you something, man. Other folks. Let me tell y'all something. I, I you, see be honest to the people, boy? you see how Spade treat your boy? I come on this show and I said, man, my homie was right. He spoke on this way back when. Spade yes. don't never give credit, man. He want all the credit, yes, but do. don't never give none. It's two of us on this show, bro. Bro, I give you credit. But you, Listen here lately, this, you haven't been given your bro, award all to the my most strong performers of the week deserved it. I said the most deserving. Who? Who? Which one was the most deserving? Who, who you got this week? Let's see. Who you got? I got a great one this week. Uh-oh. I got a guy that I'm played concerned. 51 minutes. He scored 44 points. Had 23 rebounds. Had 10 dimes. Had four steals. And his team won 132-128 over... The Chicago Bulls in double overtime. That's the guy I got. His name is Demarcus Cousins. You know what AD did? AD fouled out. AD fouled out because the Bulls had AD in all types of foul trouble. And you know what? Demarcus Cousins said, you know, know ya. Know ya. He a no-limit soldier. I thought I told you. He said, I got us. And he I'm threw the Pelicans on his back. And Demarcus Cousins, for that reason right there, I, I hate that you injured, homie, but for that reason right there, I'm trying to give you an award this year. For that reason, you are my strong arm performer of the week, DeMarcus Cousins. Tell me he ain't deserving. A triple-double, 44 points, 23 balls, 10 dimes, 4 steals. How many steals? Four. You almost I mean, had a quad dub game. out there. I mean, that's a great game, but can I ask you an honest question? Go ahead. Aren't y'all tanking? We ain't figured it out yet. <laughs> I think you did because y'all lost to the Lakers this week too. And I thought whoa, they were tanking. Whoa, so. what are we doing? I know, I'm just what saying. We the heat. Bro, we, all right. Let me go ahead and give you my strong on perform of the week because that was a low blow. We didn't have nothing to do with y'all struggles. Why, why you coming for us? Don't come for us. Don't come for us. All saying. right. Hold up, I lost mine because I forgot that my tabs went down. 
just saying. Boogie Cousins. Who the hell did I have? Okay. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. That'll work. Let me tell you what I'm doing with mine, man. Uh, any chance I get to double back around and, and prove my own genius, I can't let that go. I'm going to tell you the stat line of mine. I'm just going to let you guess. Look, the person I'm giving mine to scored 30 big points, had eight boards, had three dimes, had two steals, had one block, and a victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. I thought the Cleveland Cavaliers supposed to be good, bro. Don't they got the best player in the world? That's what they say. That's what they say. He, however, was no match for the guy that I told you guys would be one of the best power forwards in the league this year. I just got through talking about him earlier in the show. I'm talking about LaMarcus Aldridge. The man deleted his Twitter. That was step one because he realized that greatness was within. Then when Pop was trying to change him, he had a meeting with Pop. Everybody scared of Pop. Not L.A. <laughs> Not LaMarcus. LaMarcus said, look here, Greg. That's what I already called him Greg. LaMarcus said, look here, Greg. <laughs> I'm going to need some touches. Or I want to get up out of this place. You understand? And Greg said, hey, say no more. And this, y'all, we've seen is L.A. dropping off this guy. Dropping off this guy. Brian, you want some too? Here, you can have some of these buckets. I got buckets for everybody. Who wants some buckets? 114-102 over the Cleveland Cavaliers. What Kawhi? We ain't missing no Kawhi. Damn, if you'd have told me the Cavaliers couldn't beat the Spurs without Kawhi, I would have been shocked. Unless you told me that LaMarcus Aldridge went off like he did for that performance right there, LaMarcus. You are my strong arm performer of the week. I saw the greatness in you, kid, when nobody else did. I saw it. I don't think I don't think they had power either. Like, they, they really lost to their JV. They lost Cleveland. No, they Ooh. lost to LaMarcus. That's who they that, lost that, to. That team, boy. Um, Tyron Lue, you are on the clock, bro. You better get it I together. I mean, your boy TP came off the bench and did work that game, though. He had 14 yeah, off the bench, and... Deontay Murray had 19. He killed Derrick Rose and his knees. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Ever since Derrick Rose stopped being a member of the Chicago Bulls, it just ain't no love. It's, no, no, Spade, don't lie. It started when I he just, was a member of the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, that, it did, but wow, bro. You didn't have to say that. I mean, Derrick going through it. Come on, man. Derrick, I'm sorry. Nah, don't apologize. He needs Damn, to Derrick was one of one that game. He played 13 minutes and only attempted one shot. That's terrible. He's terrible. And what Tony Parker had? Hold up. TP, what How many minutes bro? Tony Parker played? Like 12? 18 minutes. He was 7 of 12, though. Damn. Come TP on. jacking with that second unit. <laughs> that second I'm unit. Of... A shot a minute. Exactly. Going down there, giving giving them second unit backups that work that Derrick Rose just happened to be on. Anyway. Damn, TP. Listen, man. He said he seen Derrick Rose and said it's, it's lunchtime. <laughs> he told Pop, give me my fork and my knife. <laughs> I got dead rolls on me as lunch. It's lunch time. Listen. Wow. Listen, man. Hey, before I close the show, you got anything else to add? Um, wait, one other thing. We didn't get a chance to talk any NFL in this show, and that's because the NFL ain't popping like that. But I do want to let you guys know your New York Giants have a new coach, Pat Sermer. Ferbmer? No. Pat. Pat Shermer, new head coach of the New York Giants, and I want to let you guys know, he said 37 years old, Eli Manning looked like he got a few good years left in him, and Odell and Eli both got a clean slate with him. Keep an eye on them stank, I mean them New York Giants. Go. I ain't worried about the Giants. I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay. I ain't worried about those boys. Shout out to the folks. Okay. Shout out to my Cowboys. 
We gotta give her the dash. Shout out to my Cowboys. Up. Listen, man. Wow. Wait, did the Dolphins make the playoffs? Oh, okay. Hello. Um, Hello. Listen. Yeah, Jay Cutler. We didn't have our starting quarterback. Y'all ain't make the playoffs with y'all. Just we ain't have our starting running back. And, and, and Sean Lee missed some games. Shout out to Sean Lee. Listen, it's time. y'all need to have that talk with Sean Lee. Sean, it's time. <laughs> listen, Sean. man. Listen, listen, man. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports. As usual, if you new here, bang the subscribe button. It takes two seconds. If you're a regular, hit the like button. If you're watching on YouTube, up here, right here, it's a bell. Click that bell. You get a a, a notification right to your mobile device that lets you know as soon. It lets you know as soon as a new episode has been uploaded to our podcast on YouTube. Listen, if you don't want to see two dudes arguing about we got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes, where you guys have showed an immense amount of love, man. We can't thank you guys for your continued support enough. Like I said, I'm in the show the same way I started it, man. We was in the 30s this week. If you guys could push us to the 20s, it would be greatly appreciated. Also, if you're watching on iTunes or watching on iTunes or on SoundCloud, I would appreciate, we would appreciate if you guys leave a review as well as as rate the podcast. It's going to help us out. We we want, we we are on our way to bigger and better things. We cannot thank you guys enough. We would not be here. We would not do this without you guys viewing this show and listening to this show. We cannot thank you enough. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. We'll see you guys on the next one. We out. Peace. Peace.